first podcast guest to have made me food. Usually oh. they'll be intimidated. A little more twang. A little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more twang. Where there's a little bit more going down. Okay. Okay. The inflection. I'll try my best. There you go. Oh, it's it, getting better? It's getting better. Oh, it's getting better, mama. It's good. <laughs> How long have you been doing uh, YouTube videos now? It's, it's been a minute now, right? Yeah, I started in like 2019, just making making stuff, random stuff. Yeah. And then it, but it blew up July 2020. Really? Midway through the pandemic. Yeah. Wow. With the Uncle Roger stuff that yeah, really, yeah. really took off. I think uh, uh, that the very first one I made was a BBC food egg fried rice one. And I, I love food, right? So that's kind of like, I, when someone sent that video to me, I was like, okay, this, this, is, this shit is hilarious. Right. And I had the Uncle Roger character bubbling in my head. So I was like, okay, let's do a reaction video. Yeah. You know, which is, uh, you, you're familiar with reaction videos, right? You do social media stuff. Of course. Yeah. People, people don't do it enough. I think it's, it's a great format for comics. How does that, so you know? just from, uh, from the technical aspect of things, when you're doing a reaction video mm -hmm. and it's somebody else's property on YouTube, how you can get away monetizing and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a thing called fair use. Ah. Yeah. So if you transform it enough, if it's commentary or criticism or comedic, uh, commentary, then it, it flies. Really? Yeah. Every now and then they will send you like a takedown request where you can appeal it because yeah. <laughs> there's this chef that I've roasted so many times now. He He's has acknowledged me, Jamie Oliver. Uh, he has acknowledged oh, me. Oh, there's some Jamie Oliver it, questions that people were asking. And really? <laughs> when, I, when I reached out to people <laughs> online, they were like, um, yeah, you need to ask him about Jamie Oliver. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. answer all those questions. But yeah. every now and then, he would issue like a copyright strike, copyright claim. But then legally, I'm well within my bounds because it is transformative and it's different content, right? Sure. It's, it's uh, called fair use, so I can just claim that and he's never succeeded, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, take that, Jamie Oliver. Yeah, he's doing fine though, you know? Let's not feel too bad for him. Well, what's cool is like, uh, you've gotten to a place with those Uncle Roger videos where like, you've done you've collaborated with like gordon ramsay even and stuff like that which that's like literally that's like the pinnacle of if you're doing like food stuff i mean come on yeah I, well i didn't collab collab with him i just he got me out here to la i was here in january yeah he asked me to do be a special guest on hell's kitchen yeah so i just went as uncle roger i think that'd be, that'd be hilarious hilarious yeah know? so that that was, that was really cool because i, meet I the mean guy. that i consider that a pretty strong collab you oh, doing hell's kitchen you. yeah that's thanks, dope man. thanks thanks yeah is yeah. jamie oliver big in the u.s do people know him here no i not that i i mean i wasn't familiar with jamie oliver i, I looked it up after i saw like jamie oliver comments and stuff like that i was like who is it <laughs> <laughs> i was like because it's it like a thread and and wow. the uh, the questions that people were asking and stuff like that i think i'm actually helping him yeah, giving you him know, a profile in the U.S. Yeah, you know, giving him a platform. Yeah, wow. Jamie Oliver should pay me. Yeah, I think. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're doing a lot for his career. Yeah, I'm at trying, this point, man. I'm trying. I mean, you're doing at this point. <laughs> yeah, you do a lot of uh, of of food reviews and stuff like that. Yes. And I wanted to ask you, have you ever had in your life before a peanut butter pickle sandwich? Peanut butter and pickle? No. Mm. No. Peanut butter sandwich, great. Right. I like putting jam on there as well. Yeah. PB&J, classic. Right. Which now, nobody eats that anymore. It's all avocado on toast now. I know. I know. It sucks. What, I, what happened? I'm, I'm all about the PB&J. You creamy or chunky guy? Chunky, man. Ooh. Crunchy, crunchy. Got to okay. have the texture. Okay, interesting. Now, yeah. uh, I grew up with peanut butter pickle sandwiches. 
Pickles. Uh, okay. And I made one right before the podcast that is right Ooh. here. <laughs> if you're willing to try it. Yes. <laughs> we, this, weird, is, though. this is a Midwestern delicacy. Oh, is that where you're from? <laughs> That's where I'm from, yeah. I used um, to live in Chicago. Yeah, went to university there. And I will bring this over to you. Peanut butter and pickle sandwich. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to finish the whole thing, yeah. No, I'll, I'll okay. have the other half with you. Okay. Just join in. There here you go. go. All right, here we go. Smooth peanut butter, crunchy? This is smooth. So the, the crunch that you're going to taste is uh, they're Kalen and Kalen pickles. They're my favorite pickles in the world there in the L.A. Farmer's Market based. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, here we go. Mm. It's a little bit weird. You actually make this for yourself. This is some sort of prank, Jeremiah. <laughs> it's not a prank, but people will think it's a prank because I grew up on these, and the Midwest might be upset that I'm lumping them in on this. Did you grow up really poor or something? Is it? What is this? You could have bought jam. <laughs> I mean, maybe just like this was my pregnant mom thing. That maybe that was a combination that she liked. But we grew up with peanut butter pickle sandwiches. Wow! Is it good enough for a second bite? That's my question. Uh, I'll eat the part with the peanut butter, not not the part with the, the pickle. <laughs> if they're clashing too hard. Yeah, one salty and nobody likes pickles anyway. Who likes pickles? Really? They're always like a side thing. Sometimes people take them out. They're like a compliment to a burger, maybe, to add a bit of, like, saltiness. Well, they're not a main course meal. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're better things, man. Yeah. If you like pickled stuff, kimchi is a good shout. I do like kimchi. You like kimchi? Oh, yeah. I love okay. kimchi. Okay. My uh, my co-host of uh, my other podcast, Scissor Bros, uh -huh. very funny Korean man, uh, he's introduced me to some really good kimchi um, over in, like, Koreatown and stuff like that. Nice. Pickles are just, like, lazy kimchi. You know, because kimchi is like, sure, it's, it's pickled, but there's Pickles also like, are like uh, yeah, American kimchi, like without the work ethic. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. they, like, like they didn't study hard enough to become kimchi. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just took a half day, half day off. It's just one vegetable that nobody likes. Kimchi, you have like some like fish sauce in it. Right. Other stuff. And this is just, yeah, yeah, we just left cucumbers out in the open for a while. And there you go. Here we go. You sell it in a glass jar. Mm-hmm. Where in the Midwest did you grow up? Grew up in Kansas. Kansas? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. What's the most Midwestern state that you've been to? Lived in Illinois. So, I've never been anywhere else. You said you lived in Illinois? Yeah, yeah. For how many years? Five years. I went there for university. Oh. I worked there for worked there for a year as what well. What university? I'll give you a uh, paper towel. You don't have to finish it. Northwestern. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. I'll swap oh, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. First podcast guest to have made me food. Usually oh. they'll be intimidated, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know but what? Jeremiah has that confidence of a Midwestern guy. <laughs> yeah. He's going to like what I eat in my childhood. You yeah, know? of course. <laughs> well, my pregnant yeah. mom just couldn't be, couldn't be bothered. She just made that. Now, what would you grade that having never tried that combination before? Out of what? <laughs> okay, let's a go. 10 scale? Yeah, let's go a 10 scale. Uh, three and a half. Whoa! Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, you didn't like it. No. I think a lot it's of a weird combination. So here's what I did. Mm -hmm. the, one of the reasons why I wanted to to ask you if you've ever tried that. 
I posted an Instagram story earlier mm -hmm. in the week of me having a peanut butter pickle sandwich. And I said, I took a poll of people whether they that it looked good or if they've tried it or like absolutely not. It was like 75% absolutely not of people for who are, good reason <laughs> yeah for good reason don't try don't try new things <laughs> don't try, don't new, try things. new things you no stick to what you know yeah how old are you? i'm 31 I, I i know what i like now you know new things is over for me i think what's i mean what's the most recent dish that you've tried that were you that were you're like uh like maybe an ethnicity of food where you're like okay that's interesting like for me like Probably the most recent one, and it's still not very, I want to say five years ago, mm -hmm. I tried Ethiopian food and it blew my Ooh, mind how good it's, it was. It's good, right? It's really, really good. Flatbread. Oh, yeah. Things on the side. Ninjera? Is that what it's called? I, I forget now. I haven't had it in a while. I forget what it's called. It's yeah. like a this this spongy kind of bread. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ethnic, ethnic food. Well, when I was, I was on tour, I was in Texas. Does that count as ethnic food? To me, it is. To me, you guys are very ethnic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we put I, a lot of salt in different things in, in our food that, yeah. Yeah, just salt, though. Not, salt is salt, not butter. spice, you know. Salt is not true. a spice. You got to get with the program. But Texas barbecue. <laughs> sure. It surprised me how, how good it was. Have you had Kansas City barbecue? Uh, I, I have, actually, on a road trip once. Okay. I forget what it, what it was like now. It was too long ago, so I couldn't compare them. Right. But I, I but people a, say it's Texas or Kansas, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like them both. I just like barbecue in general. So it's just, for me, I'm just like, okay, let's yeah. do this. The portion sizes, man. Just insane. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it, but I could barely finish half of it. You it's know? a lot. Like, uh, Especially if you're like, how much do you, would you say calorie diet you usually eat a day? 2300 yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. cuz you look like slim like like you're in shape yeah you yeah. too you too yeah i'm 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 more slim less in shape but. okay <laughs> <laughs> like i take my shirt off and, and I'm like i have like that skinny fatness sometimes so you, you have see? that peer pressure if you live in LA to look good yeah a little bit yeah well the the thing is like what you'll see a lot of times is you'll see comedians who book shows on TV and stuff like that and uh -huh. they're kind of slobbish before but then they start seeing themselves on TV every week <laughs> And yes. then they're like, that's what I look like? Oh, this looks horrible. Yeah, that's what YouTube does to you, too. Yeah. And well, then, you start, anal especially, you know, people like us who are editing our own stuff oh, a lot. When you, you zoom into your face, I'm like, shit, I need to put some concealer on. Yeah, I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm oily today. I yep. should have uh, dapped up a little bit. Dude, if you're on Asian social media, they will just come at you for your looks, man. Even, even for guys. Really? Asia, I've got on comments like... I think he's using the wrong shade of concealer, that kind of thing. Oh, what? someone's hairline's receding. Oh. You know? Yeah. So it's like, okay, let me get on the keeps. <laughs> and that's our sponsor today. Yes. I know this I sponsored my podcast before. Manscaped oh, yeah? and keeps. One gets rid of hair, one keeps the hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good deal. It's a good thing. It's good. I mean, you're getting the hair in all the right places with those two companies. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. what we want. We want them in the right places. Yep. That's Not in your ear or nose. Back hair, fuck that. Uh, no, yeah, I not. I think uh, as a as a European guy, I mainly like Irish and German. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't have, I don't really deal with the back hair thing or anything like that. That's and you good. as an Asian person, you no, don't really no, deal we, with that. We right? don't get any hair anyway. Yeah, like a hairless cat, yeah. facial hair. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's how my buddy Steve is, but he's growing a mustache right now. He's growing a. Oh, he's okay. like trying to. <laughs> Get okay, that out there. but that that era is over now, though. You know, the mustache era. Yeah, the mustache, the facial hair. People just say you have toxic masculinity or something. Or, <laughs> they're trying too hard to be a hipster <laughs> with while, the waxing. While I'm sporting a giant dad beard. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's all right. I need to trim up. Okay, <laughs> and not a problem I've ever had. So 
Yeah. Yeah. What's it's, the longest you've gone without shaving? Uh, I don't know, a week. It just looks weird. It just starts looking patchy. You look like I look like I'm going through puberty. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. it just grows through here. Like, like I look like a, like the Fu Manchu. Right. Just stereotype, that caricature. Right, it's not right, a good right. Look. You're like, yeah, I'd rather not do this. Yeah. So as an Asian guy, you get you get to go two looks, right? One, if if you can grow facial hair, you leave that and you just go work out and you just go buff. Yeah. Or you can go the you know get 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 a bangs, get some bangs, get a fringe, and just go. <laughs> Just really go for it. That route, you know. Yeah. Well, you know that is a big, yeah, <laughs> big avenue there's right now. There's two looks for us for, for Asian guys. There's two right now. Yeah. Uh, so you said you started doing uh, stand up way before, uh, obviously the Uncle Roger character hit, which is great for you now oh, because yeah. you're able to tour. Yeah. Um, with solid stand up, rather than uh, sometimes people will find something on the internet that really hits, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm going to tour now," but they don't have an act to tour with. Yeah. And then they don't have the anonymity, anonymity to practice how right. to do stand up. Yeah, right? everywhere they go, the the audience will they're come. Known. They're known, and, and they're laughing maybe for the wrong reasons or whatever. Or even worse, they're probably letting them down, right? Yeah, <laughs> fans come and then you suck. Oh, that's a that's a bad feeling. Yeah, have you bombed in front of people who came out to see you? You probably have the chops, so you never actually <sighs> bomb yeah. if people are there just to see you. Back in the day, I did yeah. this. It was. It, this was probably the worst bomb that I had where uh, this is probably nine or ten years ago at this point. But my buddy, like one of my really close friends, his birthday, he made his birthday event oh. coming to see me. Oh. And he told multiple friends. He brought like five, six friends, told them how funny I was. And I bombed my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely, it was, it's still one of my worst bombs I've ever had. Ooh. And he like vouched for me hard. And he, and he's like, after the show, he told them, he told me later, we were laughing about it. He goes, he goes, yeah, I looked at them. He's like, he's usually funnier than this. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely recoiling. I don't know. I thought he was funny, but I don't know. Not tonight. Oh yeah. Terrible feeling. Yeah. Yeah. To let, let your people down. So I'm glad I, I did stand up beforehand. Yeah. What's, uh, what would you say that, cause you've done stand up in a lot of countries now, Just right? Two mainly. Just Asia? US and then the UK. Oh, I've, the UK. I've performed in Asia, but I wouldn't say oh, I've that been was the Comedy Central thing I saw. Yeah, was, yeah, I just was in Asia. Did a few gigs there. Yeah, that okay. was in Singapore. So Asia, UK, and uh, here in the states. Yeah, okay. yeah. Which would you say is the most difficult? Most difficult. Ooh, well, let's take Asia out because I never really lived there when I was doing stand up. I okay. grew up, I was born and raised there, but yeah, I never yeah. really lived there and did stand up. Yeah. I think so. UK and US, UK definitely harder, man. Have you been to England? Have you been to, to the UK? Uh, yeah, They're London, just like, Ireland, and uh, I found Australia was actually, uh, they were really a good energy about them in Australia. I haven't, I haven't been going there next month. I think you're going to crush yeah, there. I hope so. There, there, you know? There's a lot of comedy fans I in saw Australia. a lot of tickets, so I need to make sure I do well. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> What's worse than not selling tickets is selling tickets and then bombing. Right. That's worse, right? Yeah, yeah, because then people know, <laughs> they know about it. <laughs> yeah. Bombing to a sold out room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh, I, 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 I shudder thinking about that. But in the UK, man, people are miserable there. <laughs> I, I come to LA and then, oh shit, this is what normal people feel like. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're not like, they're, they're kind of they're in a good mood when they come to a comedy show. They know right. they're about to have a good time. You go to a UK, man, some of these like, you know, road gigs in the UK. Sure, they are, it's easy doing, easier doing the road in the UK. It's a smaller country. Yeah. Right? So you can take a three hour train and then just gig come back home at night you don't have to stay in a hotel or whatever you just come come home but some of these nights man <clears throat> they would be like 
somewhere outside of London, like a small regional town, and then it would be comedy and curry night. So they would have a little uh, theater, but then outside the theater, they would have a foyer, 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 and then they would have just curry. So people go there for the curry, and then, oh, we'll stick around for the comedy, I guess. And they just go. And the curry is bad. It's horrific. It's, it's England. You know, the food there is not great. And right. if it's curry served in a theater, like, how good can it be? Yeah. It comes in a metal tin, and people just stand They're in a line. It in the theater while... Yeah. <laughs> on on just a like paper a- plate. What? Yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah comedy and curry nights. I bomb at those things all the time because if you're there, you're having shit food, and then you're just there on a Thursday night. <laughs> you're getting indigestion while you're watching the act. You're like, Ugh, yeah, you're yeah, not you're feeling good. Full and it's yeah. shit curry. And if it's good curry, and then you sh- you get diarrhea afterwards, it's kind of worth it, you know. But if it's a bad curry, that's and how, you still get diarrhea. That's how I feel about any uh, spicy food. If mm. it's good spicy food. It's worth whatever's about to happen to me the next day. That's how I feel about food allergies and intolerances. Oh. You know, I have a mild shellfish allergy, but, but, but I still the taste anyway. is so good. Yeah, I'll what, take now, the hives. Now, what kind? Of, oh, so you do get a little bit of hives? Yeah, just hives, man. They go away after <laughs> five hours. So you've had shrimp, and you're like, ah, yeah, they go away. Uh, shrimp, shrimp is okay. It's like lobster. <laughs> sh- your throat's shellfish. Up, you're like, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good though. I mean, uh, I mean uh, my palate's really developing for it. You have to sacrifice for your craft. Okay. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Have you had Long John Silver's? It's really good. <laughs> I'm just gonna go uh, pass out for five hours. Yeah. I've I've been I had an allergic reaction on stage before, but it's just it's just hives. My clo- my throat felt a bit tighter than usual. Really? Yeah, but it's that just that was the one that you had on stage was was the uh, allergic reaction with the throat a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I could I could feel it like tightening up. What was the dish? Oh, that that wasn't worth it. That was in Liverpool. I had just some fried, a uh, shrimp fried rice, but I think the shrimp was just not fresh. Try or something. shrimp fried rice, you'll love it here. What here? <laughs> you, you'll, you'll love the shrimp fried rice here in Liverpool. Oh, that's a very bad Scouse accent, man. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is man. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, really. Yeah, it just sounds like one of the Beatles. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you. Americans try British accents. Okay, so yeah. I would love to hear one of your British accents. Oh, I, I can't really do it. I, I. I do specific lines if I need it in my act. Okay. That I learn to, like to get you into to act out. Right. One or two lines. Yeah. You know, yeah. I do like a Scott a Glaswegian thing. Mm-hmm. I dropped it here because nobody gets a Glaswegian accent. I just right. go like, all right, you wee bar bag. Right? Yes. Yeah. I the premise is a, it's a dumb premise. It's about like how glass Glaswegian people can't speak English. And uh, I just practice those lines, you know. Okay. So I'm practicing a southern one, a southern accent for, you have for a one southern of my accent? jokes. I know it sounds pretty terrible. Here, I yeah. have an idea. I have an okay. idea. We are going to do an accent workshop yes. with Nigel right now. Let's try it. Uh, there's a wig underneath <laughs> that oh, table I, I over there. I knew you were going to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, man. Wig! Okay, you said my, my, my British accent is no good. Is this any better? Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's a lot better, yeah? Yeah, I think the wig transforms it. Isn't it? In it, yeah. It's all better. Yeah, pretty yeah. good, bruv. It's pretty good, bruv. Thanks, bruv. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. You got mad wigs, bruv. What is this thing? You look yeah. peng, peng, bruv, peng. Oh, uh, you know, it's been through a bit of muck here and there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can see so, words, even so, I don't know. So you're from you're from. Mm. Uh, people tell me you're from uh, Alabama. Is that, is that true? Alabama? No, I'm f- I'm from this little town in Asia called Kuala Lumpur. You know where we lost the planes? 
I mean, the planes I, went down. I mean, I read about it, yeah. Yeah, it's a shit story. Nobody wants to fly Malaysian Airlines anymore. I mean, it's true. You wouldn't catch me dead on a Malaysian Airlines yeah, flight. Yeah, I just get on a Malaysian Airlines flight, and I have the whole plane for myself. It's, and this, it's a good time. And just to clarify, this is your southern accent, yeah. This is my terrible attempt <laughs> at the southern <laughs> accent. This is... This is me trying to be racist towards white people. When I see white people, this is what I do. Because I mean, honestly, to me, that's how y'all sound like. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. With the y'alls and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Just add, I would say, uh, do you have any notes for me with my British accent? No, no, no notes, brother. No notes. No notes, brother. Okay, what well, I'll say about, pretty good. about the southern one, okay? Okay. Try to start adding a little more twang. Do you, you know what I mean? A little more twang. Twang, little bit more, little bit more, yeah, little bit more twang. Where there's a little bit more going down. Okay, okay, the inflection. I'll try my best. There you go. Oh, it's it, getting better. It's getting better. Oh, it's getting better, Mama. It's good. <laughs> See, there we go. I don't want to make We're it gonna... go black all of a sudden. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be all sorts of offensive on this podcast today. <laughs> Hey, we're doing characters. Everything is a-okay. <laughs> yes. As long as we're in these wigs and we're doing fun voices, everything is a-okay. Yeah, you can say the N-word in a wig. Nobody can, can come get you. That's what I always say. N-words, yeah. welcome on Jeremiah <laughs> Wonders. That's what I always say. If that, if you have a wig, it's okay. Yeah. 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 It's true. <laughs> I mean, honestly, people just need to start dressing up a little bit more so people know that they're not being serious when they say these bad things. You know what I mean? We're all having a good time here. Yeah. That that's all right with me. If Tucker Carlson had a wig on, he would just be <laughs> He's playing. Yeah. He's just having a good time. He's just being silly. He's, he's being just being silly. goofy. He's just being a little so and so. That's what he's yeah. been. Yeah. He's right with the Lord. He's okay. Exactly. Put a pick a wig on, sit in your porch, drink some iced tea. Is that what is that what Southern people do? I mean Donald Trump has a wig on. He's just playing around. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's not he's not racist at all. No, he's just having a good old time. He's, yeah. That's not his real voice. You think that's his real voice? No. There's no way. He's just putting on a character. He's putting on a character. He's he's the best comic America's ever seen. I mean, low key, I mean, we I mean he could he could pull some arenas. Yeah. I think he has so. people show out. He could call people fat. And people still buy tickets to his show. It's true. People would actually love it and actually ask him after the show, will you call me fat? Because people like that, you know? Yeah. Once you establish yourself in a certain way, people want to see that. If I call people fat, that's the end of my career. Really? Yeah. How come? Uh, people think I'm just this nice Asian boy making, food, making videos about Asian food. And the moment I make a pedophile joke, they go, why is Uncle Roger talking like this? And they go, this is not what I sign up for. So it's a very specific kind of thing that they're signed up for. Sometimes. Sometimes. But most of the time, people come, they see me do the pedophile jokes and the ass-eating jokes, and they're like, okay, this nice little Asian boy is a human being too. Right. He's got needs and pleasures and wants. But who would have known that at the core of being a Malaysian boy, there's just a southern gentleman on the inside. Yes, I, I'm secretly call me what's what's a good southern name for my next character uh let's see here for your next character dale uh, call me dale dale could be good um billy 
Billy, uh, Cyrus could be could Cyrus. Be. Cyrus. How do you spell Cyrus? C Y R U S. Cyrus. Cyrus. Okay. Uh huh. I can I can be Uncle Cyrus. Yeah. Review people fucking up. Uncle Cyrus. Barbecue. That sounds like a racist man right there. Uncle, Uncle Cyrus. Cyrus. Uncle Cyrus. He sounds like he's he's been through some stuff. Uncle Cyrus probably hates Uncle Ben's. <laughs> He probably sees that shit in his cabinet. That is some uncle hate going on right there. And just turns the packet over. I don't want to see no face of no black man in my kitchen cabinet. But he's okay with Uncle Ben from the Spider-Man comics. Uncle Ben from the Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, because that uncle's white. Yeah, unless, you know, it's a different universe. I mean, there's a lot of Spider-Man universes going on lately where they're not just white anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, anybody can be Spider-Man. They're probably going to make an all-female Spider-Man. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. <laughs> Uncle Cyrus. Uncle Cyrus. What's his favorite pastime? Favorite pastime? Sitting is... on his porch. Probably moonshine. Shooting Asian people. Shooting. That's a, that's a pastime. Yeah. Back where I come from. Back yeah. Where I, yeah, where I come from, that is a good old American pastime. We call it target practice. Target practice. Get a gun, shoot some Asians, mm-hmm. get the COVID out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see you later, Uncle Cyrus. See you later, Jeremiah. Oh, no, my name's not Jeremiah. Oh, your n- name's not Jeremiah? Uh-uh. Who are you? Who are you, then? Oh, my my name is, is Tev. Tev? Mm-hmm. Tev from, from England, Tev. Mm-hmm. Where in England are you from, Tev? Well, originally, yeah, my name's Tev from, from uh, you know, it's like um, Birmingham. But bu- Birmingham? Birmingham? Yeah, Birmingham. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm from. And why did you move to America? You know, um, I started, uh, I had a, a, an app that I actually started up. It's a big old thing, actually. It, it, it's a locator of other people who are from the UK that are visiting, that are trying to connect with Americans, but also get some tail at the same time. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Cyrus, I need me some of that app. <laughs> I need I need to find an app. Well, the catchphrase for that app is that app though. That that app though. Okay, how 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 how's that doing? It's not doing very well, mate. Nah, no no nobody's getting it. No, the stocks are plummeting actually. Oh no, you're the new Netflix. It's true, forty percent down, mate. Sorry, Tev. Gotta try harder. Alright. Well Uncle Cyrus, I'll see you later, alright? See ya, Tev. Wig! Yeah. But it's 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 nice that uh I can do all these I can attempt these accents and uh you know it's not racist right as a white guy you can only do other white people's accents yeah it, well yeah it's interesting it's in, the, in the eighties it was like whoa like fair game for everything mm-hmm. um but now it is very it's there's certain ones now that people even if I'm doing a character that where like there might be a little bit of pushback on one Ooh. that one that like I've got this one character that there's some every once in a while some people will will say some some stuff it never like gets like too out of hand or anything but like i do this um this character named skeeter that is um uh he's a white dude with dreadlocks (laughs) and uh he's from catalina island which is an island right outside of los angeles okay okay but he does a a jamaican-esque accent (laughs) like he claims to be from the island but the catalina island (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) some ever like literally i get like two comments per time I, i post a video and i'm like it's so silly i'm not trying to culturally appropriate or anything 
mm-hmm. it's a silly point of view there's real white guys out there with dreadlocks that's a thing there's the there's the island boys yes right remember, there those? You go. remember yeah. those two blokes i mean talk about people who blew up during the pandemic yeah and i think they could they couldn't they couldn't maintain they can't it. sustain yeah when you go that high that fast it, it, it's better to have like like uh like not be a flash in the pan and just slowly like build up where it's not all at once where it's kind of like okay 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 mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. people are like okay this guy's like gonna stick around would you would you pay to see them do stand up no way <laughs> i i would be so yeah. mad i mean so uh ti has been doing stand up yes, lately yes i heard <laughs> and um here's here's my thing uh, on the on the ti thing is i don't care if a rapper does stand up and wants to do stand up there's comedians who like to rap and do stuff. Mm-hmm. The thing that I have an issue with is he doesn't respect the art form. He's uh, dropping in on these places, and then when he's being lit, he's not getting off stage. He he's literally being like, "I'm a superstar." Uh, they're the like, worst. "Well, comedian." They're like, "Comedians, we respect the light." He's like, "Well, I'm not a comedian. I'm a superstar." I'm like, "Well, then don't do this. Then like, don't you know what I mean?" Is that what is that what he does? That's what he wow. said it in multiple videos. <laughs> Where he's just disrespecting the room of the people who are putting it on. I'm like, that's not cool. Yeah, I mean the same way. Uh, like every art form, there's people need respect for it, right? Like a lot of stand-ups don't really respect the social media stars sure. until they try their hand at it. They're like, oh shit, it's not as easy as, as it looks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting thing. I mean, mm-hmm. to, to get a lot of views on stuff, it's, I mean, it's difficult. A, a lot of what? A lot of views. Yeah, a lot of views. Yeah, I got, I got very lucky, you know. And there, yeah. there are a lot of Asian people in the world. Who yeah, <laughs> I found a good demographic. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that is a good demographic for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of Asians yeah, <laughs> on Earth. There's yeah. a lot of us. They make, they make up a lot of the Earth. Yeah. Yeah, and we we love our food a lot, you know. So that's like a nice entry point. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, we we don't we didn't grow up eating like you know, whatever that was. <laughs> peanut butter and pickles <laughs> okay what's we a childhood like... dish that you would recommend to me that you would mm-hmm. be like okay uh you probably haven't had this but i think that you would love it anything malaysian really really we wake up eating like rice jeremiah wonders brought to you by upstart it can be hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you have high interest debt that's where upstart comes in Upstart powered personal loans can help you pay off high interest debt all online with simple and easy to understand payment terms. Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at your credit card score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income and employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Don't wait and check your rate today at upstart.com slash Jeremiah. That's upstart.com slash Jeremiah to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash Jeremiah. Now let's get back into this episode of Jeremiah Wonders with our pal, Nigel. Yeah, congee. Have you tried congee? No, what is congee? It's like, it's like porridge, but Ooh. like good. It's made of rice, just a little bit wetter. 
and then you wake up. You, is you, it curry esque? No, no, just rice and water. Just rice and water. Sometimes you can put sesame oil in it. You can put like a salted egg. So you're used to pork. having hot breakfast. Yeah. Oh, See, cold stuff just baffles me, man. Really? It just feels sad. You get it from like the Whole Foods freezer aisle. You just take it off the fridge aisle. It's so, a little sandwiches in the little triangle box. Right. Oh, so cereal. How do you feel about cereal? It's okay in a pinch. It's okay in a but pinch. But it's not never a go-to for you. Uh, never. It, unless I I just really don't feel like cooking, I would have some granola and some milk. Okay. But then if you in, in Asia, if you grew up eating mostly cereal, we just think your parents didn't love you as much. Because my mom always made me eggs. If she made cereal for me, there would still be a side of eggs. Uh, and something bacon maybe. really yeah if it's uh, just a, like a simple breakfast i like that about your culture that's cool yeah because like for i mean my mom would, would cook my mom would usually cook um uh, a couple meals a day but breakfast was every once in a while it was more uh, like she would pack us a lunch for school mm-hmm. like she would pack us uh, some kind of lunch and then a hot dinner every night that's good yeah that's good do you eat out a lot currently no i mean like when you're growing up uh no it was like uh we would eat out every once in a while but it was more like stuff like mcdonald's and, uh, and that kind of stuff yeah, yeah see in asia it's much easier to eat out man a lot of times women uh girls who grow up there and uh, women there before they got they get married nobody knows how to cook uh, because we just eat out it's cheap it's easy every street corner has a nice eatery a nice joint yeah you go there hang out with friends the are the carts big like culture, like yeah, food carts, street stuff food, like that. carts, yeah. hawker stalls. So a little what, what? area with lots of carts. Oh, see, yeah. uh, they have those. Um, there's one in Portland that they call Cartopia. Uh-huh. And it's this little section of like 12 different spots that are all lined up. But carts in the Western world, they're very like hipstery though. Oh, no, no. Port- right? This is a very hipster spot. Yeah. What I'm talking about. So carts in Asia, it's just normal people go there. You don't have to wear flannel. You know, <laughs> just, well, yeah, is yeah. that reference still relevant? Do hipsters still wear? I haven't lived here in a while. No, no, I mean, they, do they still do that they, to, to a point. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But I do like that idea of like a, a Costco of like hipster cards where they're <laughs> like, dress whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, you have to have your flannel, you have to have yeah. a handlebar mustache, and yeah. you have to have a <laughs> top three albums, favorite albums by Arcade Fire. Go, you yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. If Weezer isn't in your top 10, then <laughs> you're not getting it. <laughs> We're in. not doing this. Yeah, yeah, that would be funny. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been to Portland before, it's nice. Yeah. I love Port- Portland is actually one of my favorite cities to do stand up in. Because ah. they're they're like kinda weird and they appreciate the weird, which I'm that's that's yeah. I, that's what I love. That's, that's what I love to you, do. Really. You know what I mean? That's yeah. me at my core. I'm just kind of a weird guy. Okay. Yeah. I think most stand ups are kinda weird. I think right? they I think every stand up is inherently a little off or a little bit weird, but they sometimes mask it with a, a cooler persona or something like that. Ah. You know? Okay. I don't know. I like the Maybe. people who act cool on stage. I'm like, are you really? Is that really you? Like who acts cool? Like Sebastian Maniscalco, that type, the confident guy. That would vibes? be that would be funny to me if Sebastian is actually really insecure yeah. because he's like a good looking, like strong, <laughs> <laughs> like Italian American yeah. guy. And I'd love it if he's like secret, like really meek and yeah, like really shy. Uh, aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> I am embarrassed. No, I, I think we're all embarrassed at different points in our life. Yeah. <laughs> My uncle Vinny, he's he's the he's the normal one. I'm the weird one. <laughs> My dad killed uh, animals in front of me as a kid, and uh, <laughs> it really uh, put me off for a while. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, he's the. I would love to be the Asian version of that guy. You I know, mean, when all the Italians show up to support him. Dude, that's a cool thing yeah. that he's got he, going. Yeah, he's like 
I bring him up in the UK and nobody knows who he is, but he sells out like Madison Square Garden. He like the just started here. really in the last several years, really popping in the US where it's like, I think, I think it's growing outside of the US, but like uh, in the US, like he is, he's one of our biggest comics right yeah, now. Yeah, he is. I, I love, I, I love his stuff and his stuff is very like Italian American centric. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know there were that many Italian Americans for him to like play to. Oh, for a big sure. Population. Yeah. Yeah. What was the first um, American stand-up that you were introduced to? Oh, when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, Louis C.K., Eddie Murphy, okay. Chris Rock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then a bit later, Dave and Chappelle. That, now, was that like when you were growing up around Malaysia? Like in that yeah, area? Yeah, Malaysia. Yeah. yeah. I was just... YouTube just came into existence, right? Right. What, early 2000s-ish? Yep. yep. Mid-2000s? No, that's, yeah, that's exactly when it was. I remember watching Eddie Murphy, that one with the, the orange jumpsuit. Raw? Uh, raw? Or delirious, one of the the orange jumpsuit one. Okay, the red, the red jumpsuit. Yeah, the red. Was it red or orange? I don't remember now. I think it was red, depending on. I think it was delirious. Yeah, delirious. And then oh, I remember one was that purple, one was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, oh, that was so funny. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I love the Eddie Murphy stuff. It's it's just very the fact that it got to Malaysia. That means it's like universal. Yeah. Right, which is which is crazy. So so okay, so CK Eddie Murphy. That's CK, cool. Russell Peters. Russell Peters he was big all over Asia. Yeah, of course. He's yeah. so nice, man. Have you met him? No. He's so nice, dude. Okay. Yeah. He's done this you. podcast years ago. Like uh -huh. he did it in my uh, in the living room of my apartment years ago. I jumped on my oh. back. One guy jumped on my side, and the guy on my side, I just did this thing, and he ended up in front of me. So I I put him in a guillotine. Wow. Uh, now then, were they, they they were trying to jump you? Just... No. This is where the misunderstanding came in. The guy uh. on my back jumped off and ran around. I was like Russell. That's that's me and and I was like oh shit and then I when I let him go I didn't realize how long I had choked him out for and uh, excuse the smell you're about to get I uh <laughs> I was wondering what that sound was <laughs> I farted I thought you stomped <laughs> I did out of my ass <laughs> <laughs> I literally I literally the Felt like the floor shake. <laughs> oh my God, is there a tremor? I literally was like, "Is there an elephant in here? What's Ass going on?" Ass tremors again. Ass tremors coming to a theater near you. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is back, but this time the tremors are coming out of his ass. Oh, he's and he had his driver wait outside in, in his car. <laughs> like he's so well, cool see, to that, do that. You that, know what I mean? Desperate to leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> no, use his in case this shit is I, terrible. <laughs> right, right. He's like. Huh? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just had, he's like, yeah, my driver's outside. Like, we can go for as long as you want. I was like, oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, he was super nice. I need to get a driver, man. Dude, these it would Ubers. be amazing to have it. Yeah, these it's, Ubers. I can't fuck with these Ubers anymore. Dude. That's too much. What? Um, Sometimes they have like a charging cable for you and water, but the car's dirty. Dirty. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, get your priorities straight, man. Just <laughs> yeah. I'd rather, have a, car. I'd rather have a clean car. Yeah. Like, I don't me need sitting a charger. In this. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're throwing mints and charges at you. I'm like, it's filthy in here. What yeah. are we doing? <laughs> You're not masking this thing. You're not trying yeah. to distract me. Yeah, they're spraying Febreze as you enter <laughs> that new car scent. Yes. <laughs> I never as you got see that. like dirt and hair. Yeah. You know, and, and shit on the floor. Just ugh. And they never use the air conditioning in the cars here. Maybe I'm, I'm too cheap and I no, only no, use no. UberX. I always have to ask and I feel I, I feel like I'm being like this high maintenance person. I'm like, hey, it's yeah. kind of hot in here. Is it, like they have the windows down. I'm like, this isn't cutting it yeah like that's where the hot comes from outside so <laughs> yeah you the windows down, that's really hey, do you guys know how this works yeah and and the thing is maybe i don't know if the gas prices are high here now you know right 
So I, I yeah, don't know if it's like a thing people do. Just trying to be more efficient, maybe. the windows down. Or maybe is it a Russia-Ukraine thing? Uh, the gas prices are soaring, so they just don't want to use the air, air conditioning Oh, I anymore. didn't know that if like uh, it was like out of solidarity, they're putting their windows at half mass. No, no nobody's doing that. <laughs> nobody's doing that for Ukraine. Just... <laughs> And doing that for their own pocket to save money, I, I think. I used to work at this uh, car wash where uh, people would come in with these really old cars, filthy, and uh, we would ask them what scent they wanted in the car. If they wanted okay. vanilla, if they wanted jasmine. Nine times out of ten, they're like, could I get the new car scent? <laughs> it made zero sense what, to me. What is, a, is there a spray? For your with 1993 new, new <laughs> yeah, car scent? Yeah. yeah, you just spray it underneath the, the carpet. <laughs> and sometimes people would ask for the new car scent and not get the vacuum so it would stay dirty and oh. filthy inside but they're like i want the new car scent i'm like what 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 are you trying to do who are you tricking who are you fooling a yeah. blind woman yeah. just comes in oh is this a new car oh wow <laughs> it smells so good fancy yeah. there's dust everywhere i know i can feel dust <laughs> yeah is that easily a tablet impressed. what is that <laughs> Is that a scroll over here in the corner? <laughs> yeah, what is this? It's gooey and a bit like, is this peanut butter or shit? What is this? <laughs> it's, yeah, who's that fooling? I just want to know. Yeah, I don't know. Are they too cheap? Why? Are they too cheap to splurge for a full car wash? Yeah. Okay. Or maybe they, they yeah, maybe they want it washed, but the interior is not their priority. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, you can only date gullible blind women then. No, well, there you go. It's a very them. specific thing um, that you can put on your, your search for your dating apps. You can filter it on Hinge. It's yeah, probably just a filter, 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 filter. Blind filter. only, you know. Yep. That's got to be a dating app, right? <laughs> what, the, the blind? Like only blind date? Like only blinds? <laughs> only blinds. <laughs> is that is that for dating or is that for curtains, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a tricky situation. Yeah. Only blinds. Yeah. You should come up with that. That's the app you should writing only blinds yes only yeah. blinds only yeah. deaths but then it could be a poker thing too it gets a little it gets a little dicey true there should be like an app that caters to people's fetishes i think because there's so many apps i think it's called craigslist <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what it is yeah i get so many of my asian uh, female friends who just complain about uh you know when they meet white guys on dating apps it's sure. an asian fetish but and my take on it is first of all if the only guys you're seeing they all have asian fetishes that means you're, you're you're just not good looking then. You know, that's the only thing worth liking about you is your ethnicity. So sorry to say that. But there <laughs> needs to be an app that some, some people like being fetishized, you know? Sure. Yeah. Craigslist. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be on it. I'm, I'm making an account, you know? I mean, you know, that's why it's very discreet. M for W, M for M, you know? Uh, like all those little different code words and stuff like that. M for B, blind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> M for B. <laughs> M for B. New car scent. Is there, was there, um... Uh, how long did you live in Malaysia for? 20 years. So the first 20, did 20 you, years of my life. Did you do, uh, was there around that time that would have been, you said you're 31, 11 years ago. I, I, was there dating apps like around that time no, that were starting to pop off? No, yet? no, no. I was born in 91. I left Malaysia in 2010. Okay. There was no dating apps back then. Yeah, yeah. And, dating uh, apps hit what? 2015 maybe? He, no, no. A bit earlier. I, I graduated in 2014. So I think apps were starting right, to 2012 to maybe. Okay. Cool. Tinder when it first started was a mar marketed to fraternities and sororities, right? Oh. I think so. I think that's how they started marketing. I mean, that makes it. sense. Yeah. I mean, for people who you know they're just wanting to hook up and keep swiping on to the next one. Well, I mean, they, you have the frat parties to go to. That's where you can meet them anyway. Yeah. Why do you need the app? But but anyways, those are the cool kids in in, in universities here. Sure. You know, I I never got into one. You just never. I don't think we, I'm a good fit for those. I'm not not cool enough. Oh, for fraternity? Yeah. 
Not uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want to be in a fraternity. No. No. Okay. I like team sports, but like the fraternity mentality is so weird to me. Yeah. It's like bro boy scouts. It's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I think stand ups, we just like being alone, we just like doing our own shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're kind of lone wolves, but every once in a while, like you know, we're we're doing this Netflix is a fest festival. Like like it's cool to see comedians come from different areas and mm-hmm. get to connect up and stuff like that. Like this is like I was stoked that you were able to do the podcast because I know you don't live here, so I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah, let's make this happen. Yeah, cool, man. What are you doing in the in the festival? Uh, so I'm doing my stand up on the spot show on uh, uh, Tuesday nah, at the that, Comedy that, Store. That, that, that is so nerve wrecking, man. It's a hard. It's I. I say it's like the one where they had uh, a little topic at the back. That's it's another people one. People yell it out. Yeah. No, no. That's they had. They did one before. Uh, the same format ish. What's it called? Like uh, stand up without a net or something? Oh, so yeah. the, uh, that is like a projector thing that they do with um, pre-written uh, ones, and that one's called Setlist. Setlist. That's my set buddy list, uh, Troy Conrad and uh, uh, Paul Provenza. They do that. Okay, one. so yeah, you yeah. just ripped off that concept, and uh, I was actually. <laughs> before them oh yeah that's okay. actually before them okay but they uh they had the <laughs> i was early into comedy when i started doing stand up on the spot mm-hmm. uh and they um they they were already well into their comedy careers and they were doing their thing it was one of those things where you know how things come out like like uh the paul blart and observe and report those two like mall cop movies observe and report yeah that I've was never the heard of that one, one. Oh, i've only seth heard Ro- of paul blart okay well that was more mainstream there one. you go so you're a settlers guy <laughs> <laughs> well i just like winners people you know? just whoa <laughs> people people just uh literally different ideas and they're uh-huh. very different shows actually when you do them and you see them they're very different but they just happen to come out like there's they started their show like six months after i started and they just happened uh-huh. to be one of those weird universe things where it's like we didn't know we we're you know i didn't even know that people were telling me like hey i just saw this flyer is this your show and i'm like no well what is this you know oh yeah yeah but it's so nerve-wracking though you know I've yeah never, impro- improvised I've... stand-up is uh I, I i tell people i'm like it's the hardest show to do like in stand-up it wow. is the hardest show to do but when you pull it off it is the most gratifying show to do as well because you feel like you've really overcome something I see. Yeah. But then you record those shows. So what I've been doing is, right. is uh, I record, I've been recording them lately uh, through the comedy store. I'm doing like a new series that I've been putting out on my YouTube. Mm-hmm. And before I put any comedian sets out, I have to get their approval. So like I'll okay. cut up their set and then I riff with them after they're set on stage and I send them the whole thing. I'm like, do you want anything taken out? Do you, uh, would, is there something that you definitely don't want included? Do you want to not be included at all? So I, I make sure that they're hundred percent comfortable before anything goes out. Cause I'm like, it might be bad. We like, yeah, my sets are 50, 50 on the show. <laughs> Some of my sh- sets I'm like, okay, like, you know, they're warming up to the concept and like, yeah. I'm going first trying to get it going. Oof. That it's also the hardest show to host because you're trying to convince somebody of a concept that you're just presenting to them. Yes. And you probably can't do your material, right? People no, get mad no, at no, you. No, 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 no. You start no. launching into a No, bit. they're looking the at boo, me. fuck off. They're looking at me as the host and creator. Like this guy has to be good. He created this, right? Yeah. So like the expectations <laughs> oh, are, are like, I got to bring it. And a lot of times I'm like, uh, now the show's ready. Are we good guys? Oh, like it's hard. You oh, know, it's a difficult yeah. one. It's hard. In, in my shows here, I actually opened the show as Uncle Roger. I'm my own support act. Oh, do you really? Yeah. yeah. So you come out in the orange uh, polo yeah, and everything? Yeah, I come out, just give them what they want, right? They want, they, they want to see Uncle Roger. That's so interesting. But then, because I want to headline as myself. So how long right? do you do as Uncle Roger? 20 to 30. And then you do? Uh, an hour. 
Wow. Yeah, but so, Uncle Roger is a lot of riffing, a lot of crowd, a lot of shitting on people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of yeah but that's fun, though. Yeah, it, it is. People want to see that. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. That's, that's really smart because that's kind of the best of both worlds. That way, because I was curious if people ever are yelling out during... You know, your stand-up set, like, mm-hmm. like we want to see Uncle Roger. If you've already given that to them yep. up top, then you're like, focus on my jokes now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a comic first. Like, this happens to be a character that I'm grateful that it's popular yeah. and you guys like. But I gave that to you. Now we're on to what I want to show you. Yeah, that. And you save money on opening acts, too. So <laughs> No, that's great. Especially, like... No, sometimes you- I do need to get an opening act because I need to change. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I need that to be on stage as I change. If oh, I so don't have you... an opening, I then do an intermission. Oh, interesting. Yeah. In Britain, we, all comedy shows they have like intermissions. Ah, yeah, it's, it's a format there. The club. If do you, you do th- a weekend club? Do you think that that helps when you have the intermission, or do you think it's a harder reset to get it going again, like the energy and stuff like that? I think, in my experience, in the UK, it's three sections: uh, uh, host Act One mm-hmm. break, host and Act Two break, and host and Act Three, right? So Act Two after the first intermission. Yeah. It's the easiest. That's the best the situation the room is in. You know? It's after like, which break? After the first break. After the first break. Yeah. So the oh. middle section is the easiest. Because That's... people are warm enough. They're warmed up by the first uh, uh, comic. Yeah. And then they had drinks. They go to order food and drinks. Uh, I'm done with those. So they're in a good mood. A lot of times, I mean, a lot of times the feature spot at uh-huh. some of these clubs, that middle spot is the easiest because the host has already set them up mm-hmm. and they're just do, they're doing their best stuff for 25 minutes yep sometimes yep. like if i follow certain features on the road like it's hard it, sometimes it's hard sometimes because they especially if they're local oh ooh, they're doing the local references that people know and they like and they really know the energy of that club yeah i have to come in i'm like okay these first five or ten i, I gotta bring it otherwise like i'm gonna get buried like yep yep you know in asia too man they know the local shit they love the local stuff yeah, of course everybody sometimes loves it. I perform in, in Europe in like what what is it S- Sweden or Iceland I forget now, mm-hmm. but the lo- the feature would come on and do comedy in their language, so he'll be crushing, but you have oh, no idea what he's no. saying, and then you go on there and you you you, you I feel b- buried because like it's their second language. Of course, no matter how funny my jokes are, it's still There's a barrier. There's still gonna to be them. a delay. Yeah. So it's it's just a very bizarre thing to have someone go and people are just laughing at all the time. It's a very bizarre feeling. I mean, that's you. Your heart rate has got to be so escalated backstage. Like he's crushing, and I don't even know what he's saying. Yeah, like do do our materials overlap? You yeah. know? Yeah, you have no idea. You have <laughs> no context. Doing, like jokes about rice and rice <laughs> yeah. cookers. You're like that's my thing. I need yeah. this. <laughs> That's a weird thing, man. That is odd. Yeah. Have you gigged there? Oh, you you said you've been in London, yeah. Ireland. You know. Yeah, yeah, comedy is way better here, man. Seriously, U.S. I think. Well, I mean, I think I think since stand up is mm-hmm. a very like American thing, yeah. like it takes a little bit long. I think all the other countries will catch up like down the line, you know, mm-hmm. like especially with the internet and everything. Comedy audiences will get better and better, literally every year in other countries. Well, that I don't know, man, because no? the thing in the U.K. is uh, comedy comes from theater, so a lot of people still do very theatrical, like Nanette type stuff the one man Hannah show get, the one man show yeah right 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 and then like, i've gotten in in the uk when you do like this sort of hour-long shows at festivals mm-hmm. you get a lot of reviewers and i have reviewers come in i've gotten like uh i always say if you your show gets like a two out of five stars a two-star show that means that's gonna be a show that's gonna be popular it's gonna be a mainstream crowd-pleasing show people ah. want to buy tickets to it if you yeah. get four and a half five stars 
it's getting a bit niche, getting a bit one man showy. Interesting. Yeah, because I when I got, I got a review one time from the Guardian uh, for for this kind of tour show, I remember like crushing that night, doing really well. But he, he wrote the review two stars, and every he talked about everything except how the audience was responding. It was just all his like what what his preference was. Yeah, what yeah. his preference was, how artsy he thinks it is, how unique, how original, and sure, I mean, I I don't think I'm hack. But also not the most like original, insightful comic. Yeah, you know. So it's it's just a very bizarre place to be. And then you, I go to see these four star, five star shows, and they are like like five minutes can go by without a single laugh, and yeah. people are crying at the end, you know, because they have a touching story. <laughs> yeah, you're so, like, what what are we doing here? Yeah, that's yeah. what comedy is. Yeah, yeah. In the you're UK. like, I can't do this at any club. <laughs> like, if you brought that oh, to any comedy club, you dude, know what I mean? You would see them sometimes. They would just try to do a weekend spot Saturday night at a comedy club. Yeah. And they would talk about their uncle touching them when they were a kid. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> You're like, this is a bit much for a Friday 7 p.m. show. Yeah, people just want to enjoy their chips. Yeah. And their tacos. Yep. You know. Yeah. And their chicken wings. <laughs> they eat chicken wings. <laughs> they're they're, so they're, they're sobbing while me. eating yeah. chicken wings, like, like relating to whoever's on stage. You're like, oh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> he brought me up to the attic. Yeah, yeah. They just like, humiliated me. <laughs> And like, you're like, hi, can I get some more ranch? <laughs> That'd be great. Thank you. Some napkins, please. Yeah. <laughs> this comic's being sad on stage yeah. right now. I'd like to eat my feelings. Thank you. <laughs> um, let's, uh, I want to get into this. Uh, uh, I got a couple more quick segments for cool, you. Cool. Is that um, okay so far? Is that, is, that, is that all right? Dude, you're doing great. I, I feel like we're flown, man. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Good. I feel like, yeah, we're going back and forth great. Like, especially for... Uh, for you and I literally never meeting before. Uh-huh. I love how this has been going. So oh, I've been having a blast with you, dude. Oh, thanks, man. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I always get very like insecure. Like, oh, is this even okay? Every time I finish recording a podcast, I'm like, oh, he's they're never gonna release it. It's not good. They're never gonna release. It. And then they release it. I'm like, oh, thank fuck. That's how I feel. My wife literally has told me like anytime I do um just a a, a Pierce podcast that maybe I enjoy or I respect them, uh-huh. I get inside my head oh, yeah. so much. Like I literally, I'm like I tell my wife i'm like can you watch this for me like to let me know like if is this in my head that like i didn't feel like i did good and like every time she's been like that was great what are you talking about i'm like i don't know i just care yeah <laughs> I, I just want to be good for them so they're not let down by me but but then when you keep thinking i want to be good then you try too hard and yeah, then it becomes yeah, yeah. so bad i know and they're like yeah. oh look at this try hard over yeah. here <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean I've, I've had plenty of podcast appearances where the comments are like this guy tries too hard i'm like yeah i do why is he bringing a wig <laughs> i brought some wigs to some podcast i brought some wigs on to some other people's podcast oh yeah oh but it worked out it luckily okay. worked out okay. i brought one not just for me but for the whole cast that was on the show okay and it and it worked out all right that's all right it'll be weird if you you were the only one with the wig <laughs> i mean just like i'm uncomfortable like like acting natural as myself like, i just like oh, so, uh. yeah, what the fuck with mark maron and he just show up with a wig honestly uh-huh. i should do that because he he and i as far as like the, the way we podcast mm-hmm. it's polar polar opposite and that would be so fun to do WTF and then literally just like put on a wig and then be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you not done it? I thought everybody in LA has done, done that show now. He's he's running out of people to interview, isn't he? Yeah. Which means uh, that I'm due. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Get brought, that wig ready. I brought him up at the comedy store um, uh-huh. the other night and uh, f- I was supposed to bring up somebody else that was on the lineup mm-hmm. and they weren't there. So I start to bring them up and then from the God mic, they go, nope, it's actually Mark Maron. I go, 
Okay. Uh, also, another good friend of mine. <laughs> you know, I'd already done like the whole intro, and I'm like, uh, I'm gonna be doing his podcast someday soon. Uh, please yes. give it up for Mike Merritt. Like, like nice. that's that's. Uh, I don't know. He probably hated that, uh, but that's 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 our relationship. We just go back and forth a how, little bit. Yeah. How tight is the? And we can we can cut this up. But I'm just curious. How tight is like the LA podcast scene? Do you know people like like Rogan? I know, know Rogan. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, he like he was at the comedy store for uh for years um and he did a lot for the comedy store. He lives mm-hmm. in Texas now, yeah. uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh but uh he I mean he did stand up on the spot a bunch. He's been very good and mm-hmm. helpful to me uh over the years and like would shout me out on his show a lot that's and stuff nice, like that. That's so nice. Yeah, he's he's um uh, he's, he does, he does a lot for the comedy community. So like I've got a bunch a bunch of buddies who've done uh, Rogan and stuff like that. Yeah, I have to say it's a bit surreal, man, because I watch all all, all you guys podcasts because LA has so, so many podcasts, right? Right. And to be here doing one of them is like wow, it's it's cool. Well, dude, I I'm, I'm, cool. I'm stoked to have you here. Man. Oh, thanks, man. All, all right, right. I'll ask you a few questions. Enough, real quick. enough sucking dick now. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> right. Let's <laughs> let's get to the nitty gritty. Um, uh, we're gonna do a little bit of fanning out, right? Fanning Raidzilla one on Instagram asks, "Please give us the true definition and breakdown of the word haya." Haya, okay. It's just a word I grew up using, mm-hmm. you know. So I in it's it's a word that has a lot of variations throughout Asia. In Hong Kong, they would say aya, or even in Taiwan, aya, China as well. Uh, and then maybe in in Korean, it's like aigu. Mm-hmm. And then in Malaysia, we have you know, variations, right? So we say hiya. And I, th- I think it conveys a, like a sense of like, ah, oh, things didn't go your way. Interesting. So like a disappointing, uh, it's almost like a sigh. It's like, hiya. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you stab your toe. Hiya. You know, for you stab m- your toe. For me, whatever. growing up with like, uh, like, American karate movies. Mm-hmm. It was little kids always going "haya." Oh yeah, that I mean that's something different. That's yeah, more yeah. like your, your an exclamation before you that's hit like something. A, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the karate game pow kind of thing. Yes, yes. Okay. But haya is more like a like ugh, shit. Right? Like, yeah, this is shit. Um, this one uh comes from Kaiser CM nine one one. Why the orange color shirt and what music do you like? Orange color shirt because when I was coming out of the character, at first I was just riffing on the podcast, so I just did the accent. Hi, Uncle Roger. You know, I'm mm-hmm. real estate agent. It was started as a real estate agent, and I said I was just this kind of sketchy guy who's trying to just close the sale. I know that blood on wall, but don't worry, I clean very nice for you. It's not small, it's cozy, it's cozy. That kind of vibe. So it was right. just audio only, right? So when it, on audio, my podcast fans at the time they they loved the character, so I was like, okay, I need to do some sort of video thing. Yeah. And so I started doing my research. How would an Asian uncle dress? A middle-aged Asian guy dress? I think back to my parents, and I asked my Asian friends. I like, send me a picture of your dad right now. What he what he's wearing? Really? Yeah. A lot of the times they are like, if they were in Asia, a tropical place, it'd be like tank tops. But I, I can't. Really, I don't. I don't really want to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's too much. But it, usually they have um, just garish polo, something with a collar, right. but it's short sleeves. Okay. And then garish, always a garish color, maybe a stripe on it. So I just settled on orange, just yeah. picked one and it just took off from there. It's kind of this iconic look now. Do you, ha- do you have like a bunch of orange shirts? And- I think I got like eight or ten. Yeah. They're just- cheap on Amazon. You know? Oh, there you go. And then when I'm on tour on my last stop, I just throw it out into the crowd. Oh, well, have you had people, I'm sure you've had people at some point dress up like you for Halloween. Yes, where- Halloween. Yeah. They come to my shows dressed up like me. That's got to be surreal, man. Oh, they, they, I, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's I, so cool. I, I roast them. I always talk to them. If they come to my show, I sit in the and front the, row. If I can see them, yeah, I would just totally talk to them. You go for it. Yeah. That's great. And that's a cool thing. My my agents told me, like, 
I think I've, I've created something cool here because when people go see John Mulaney, they don't dress up in a suit, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Yeah, social media, the character has a bit more sway. People want to dress up as him. As for music, I like, uh, I don't know, I've been listening to a lot of K-pop lately, man. Yeah? Yeah. What are some of the, the K-pop groups that you listen to? I like the classics, the BTS, the Blackpink, mm. Twice. Psy has a new song. Yeah? Just came out. Remember okay. Psy, the Gangnam Style guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, dude, that went so I know. Huge. I don't know how. It was one of those things, it's man. Catchy. Like, that was Super Bowl. Like, it was, I think, you know what I think it is? I mm-hmm. think it's that, the hook of the, oh, oh. I think there's something in that, that humans love stuff that they can, they can also, like, mimic like that. Yeah. Where it's catchy. It's catchy and they can mm-hmm. mimic the, oh. Oh, 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 you know what I mean it's <laughs> yeah. just like it just gets in your head I love like the rise of K-pop is basically to me it feels like a giant fuck you to all lyricists mm-hmm. out there because like yeah. nobody understands what they're singing but it's just globally listened to right so people who write lyrics is like that's the whole thing with the rap mixed with the Spanish culture right now you know ah, what I mean? Like there's like there'll be there? there'll be rap and then there'll be like a verse that's completely like kind of reggaetony uh, that's completely in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the the Justin Bieber like Despacito song. Like it's a merging of worlds, it's like merging of markets basically. Yeah. It's really smart what they're what they're doing. They're like, oh no, this is very American, but we're also gonna bring in this other culture and all both of you guys are gonna love it. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. like with Coldplay and BTS. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. They're trying to merge different like cultures and different like genres and stuff like that. And it uh, ends it's up just Coldplay trying to stay relevant. I, I think mean, it's Chris Martin trying to stay relevant. I'm gonna agree with you on that. Yeah. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you on that for sure. <laughs> He's like, how do we come up with another hit yes, that's I'll not... do some songs with young Asian boys. Yeah, yes. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would call me old play anymore. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um uh, Mason Walsh on Instagram. Is it hard being so much better than Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> I feel that pressure every day. Yeah. Every day I have to yell at someone. You have to. Because I'm, you know, taking taking a tr- torch from Gordon. <laughs> yelling at people. He's a nice guy, though. He's such a such a cool guy in, in real life. Gordon Ramsay has such a great sense of humor. Oh, I mean, yeah. I I go down rabbit holes just because you know how the algorithm, if you mm-hmm. like something, it's, it starts feeding yep. it to you. The amount of Gordon Ramsay videos of him just destroying people that I yeah. see that I, I love that and then it also show every once in a while when when he really likes something, it's so gratifying. They're thank you, chef. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> they're, they're like so like they're about to like jump out of their body, but they're trying to be respectful and hold it in, stuff like that. Yeah. Thank thank you, chef. Thank you. <laughs> Scots are funny, man. Scottish people are funny. Have you been to Glasgow to perform there? No, but there's a, the there's, a fe- there's a festival there that um I've heard that's amazing. Okay. Um, that um You should try it. Yeah. Food sucks, yeah. but the crowds are good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh final question. Um I think this comes from a lady, uh Nolan underscore Sotsi. Uh how do you deal with getting all the ladies? It must be frustrating 24-7. <laughs> just have to pick and choose and prioritize, you know. <laughs> make an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. The Excel yeah. thing is, that that's the thing that's most important. Really categorizing, you know, mm-hmm. you know, tens to uggos, you know. <laughs> have your X and Y, you know. Uh, different races. Right, you know? right. Because that's it, important. That's all important, you yeah, know. Yeah, there's different vibes. You yeah. need to bring them to different places. Different vibes, like... different flavors for Uncle Roger. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's 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 been nice, but uh, I don't know. I feel like because I'm somewhat known mm-hmm. on dating apps, sometimes the interaction gets weird. Uh, they, oh, they, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it does. Well, how quickly do you know 
that somebody knows of you. Does that make sense? Like, so if you're engaging with, with a girl uh-huh. and then uh, like how far into the conversation are you like, oh, I think they know me from this Uncle Roger character. They'll they'll probably bring it up. Oh, they, bring they will bring it quick? up. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, my brother loves you. Uh, they never say they love me. It's like, oh, my right, brother right, loves right. you. I got to pay I've, cool. You know? I've gotten at some of the show that just tripped me out because mm-hmm. like I'm a 33 year old dude. Like uh, I'll have young dudes uh, who are like 18, uh, 19 uh, that'll come to the like the all ages shows uh, that are like 21 up, etc. The I've gotten this multiple times where they're like my mom loves you dude i'm like your mom loves me this is so you know what i mean it's yeah. like a teenage dude though i'm like this is so weird for me to hear that, that, that your mom you know what i mean I it's that's just... how they flirt nowadays you know <laughs> gen z people i guess yeah they grew up with ipads why did they know about flirting right, right. Uh, just so stunted in their in their growth yeah social oh, skills the iPad, i'm gonna try to make sure that my son uh does not uh we're not i don't want to make him an ipad kid it's oh, too much, man. It's easy, though. I know. Save well, money that's on the a sitter. problem. Yeah. Oh, your Ugh. sitter would probably give him an iPad. They're probably going to just no, chill out. No, I would be pissed. I'd be like, if we're paying you, no, that's what you're here for. Yeah, you need to set up a little Simply Safe camera. Yeah. Gonna spy on Clean them. the teddy bear. It's all creepy. <laughs> 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 um, but, like, Gen Z kids, when you see them on TikTok and they're... I don't know. I think like that's it's one generation removed from us, isn't it? It's just yeah. weird. They have the LED strips in their rooms, and they're just yeah. It's just a different thing. Yeah, we're yeah. Out of touch now, man. I don't know. I really. We're the next. You're we're like, the next old so play. You're the same age as my sister, and mm-hmm. I feel like the '90s was a really good time to grow up. Oh, it was it was all it was fun. It's very. We like, eventually got the internet when yeah. we were ready for it. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, but we 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 were younger. We still played outside. Yes, remember that? Remember I playing was, outside? I love it. <laughs> I love doing it. Yeah, <laughs> it was still like I, I hear comics joke about stuff in the nineties in in the US. It's there's differences, there's similarities to compared to the nineties in Malaysia, right? But right. you still had like what the, the catalogs. What of was clothes? And what you jerk was off like to, that kind of stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what? Yeah. What was something? Was it Playboy and stuff like that? Like in Malaysia? Like what? What is the thing that you stumbled <laughs> upon as like a teenager that you're like, whoa, what is this? We just had uh, well, for the kind of like porny stuff, we yeah. just had like. It, we, we had like night markets that sold like clothes and like food and everything and there will always be a stall selling like pirated DVDs ah. so and then if you are an, an adult you can just ask them do you have any like dirty ones and they will bring up from under the table a little folder a little binder right full of like porn DVDs yeah just a porn booklet yeah, a, a, yeah. you know and it, it, looked, it was good it was browsing it was nice so you had the anticipation you know you, you yeah. bought it well, my dad bought it instead <laughs> just, of blockbuster just browsed it in front of me so okay instead of blockbusters cockbusters you had the anticipation right you yeah. bought it you just looked at the sleeve right remember DVDs would come with like sleeves yeah. and artwork and you can see like screenshots of the scenes at the back yeah that we get you excited about it yeah and then you just had all this anticipation you want to go home and watch oh, what's it what's it gonna be what's it gonna yeah, be yeah yeah well, it would be good and then you now nowadays we just we just lost it it's too instant yeah right away yeah are you 18 yep let's <laughs> <laughs> just lie who's not lying on that screen right you know but yeah the 90s 90s were a good time yeah and we saw how how good computers got over the years you oh, know dude, now computers and phones is very different year to year yeah. Right. But I remember the old days, like Windows ninety five to Windows two thousand was the, yeah in huge technology. Jump. We're like, whoa. Yeah. If we're going from Minesweeper to Pinball, 
Yeah. That's a big, big cra- change. Crazy, like, graphic developments and video games and stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, the saxophone's the out now. The saxophone's out, which okay. means we're going to do our closing segment called Sax Talk. Oh. Sax Talk. Well, I had a foursome one time. And it was it was great. I recommend. I've only done it once. I recommend if you have a chance to do it. Ideally, it's two men and two women, and not just like one woman and three guys. I recommend taking getting some Viagra ready because uh, you you know it, usually it works, but in a foursome setting, it's it's pressure. If you're new to it, you're not used to the pressure, you know. So you gotta just kind of get some, get some, get some external help from Viagra. And then we were just going at it. It was all just. It felt like a, a very porny scene because, you know, you know, you're fucking someone sometimes, and then people, someone's watching you fuck someone, and you're watching someone else fuck someone. And sometimes, you know, the guy would just take a break and you have to like please two women at once and that's that's just too much for me. I, I don't want that responsibility. The best part about having a foursome is you know the people hosting the foursome, they have a nice big house. Because if you live in a studio apartment, you're not going to host a foursome. That's just, that's just embarrassing. So I went to this guy's place. He lived in a nice part of London. Uh, very, very nice neighborhood. I'm not going to say where it is, but, but very nice neighborhood. Big kitchen with an island, which is a very rare thing in London. You need to be really like posh and middle class to have that. Yeah, rich couple. Terrible interior design choices is a bit of a turnoff, but the foursome was fun. That's that's the point of the story. We came, we all came, and then we had whiskey afterwards. Fun night. Ten. Ten out of ten. We'll do it again. Yeah, that's it. Is that okay? <laughs> that was perfect. I mean, I'm blown away that you had a foursome. Yeah, it's cool. I just met this couple on Tinder, and they were like, "Oh, we are this this what 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 do you call it? What do you call it? Ethical non-monogamy, non-monogamy. Yeah. That's why we practice, and we just like to meet people and have fun, and just met up with them. Well, yeah. It was fun. They're nice people. Down for the cause. Yeah. I want to do it again. And, Fuck. and they, and they <laughs> you're like, come to think of it. Yeah. I'm due for another foursome. Yeah. Nice and house. They, and they were, and they were cool with the couple was cool with you having sex with, with their girl and yeah. all that. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't think the couple ever fucked each other. I mean, they, they fuck every day, right? So they probably right, don't right, right. So it was just. So they had you and. I, I brought a woman with me. You brought a woman with you. Yeah. Wow. So sometimes, uh, sometimes I'll f- fuck the woman. And then you, 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 it, it's hot, man. At one point, I was uh, fucking this one woman and then choking both of them at the same time. It's, 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 it's kind of hot, man. Wow. Yeah. And now, was it ever weird? Like, did you ever, like, make eye contact with the guy in the room and you just, like, keep, like, oh, going? It is. I, I feel as if I'm getting soft every time I looked at his dick. 
So that's how I know I'm straight. You know? And it's not nothing bad. It's just no, no, like it's I just, can't control just, it. You know? Yeah. It's oh shit. No, it's a chemical thing. You're like, oh no, that's not for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look at the tits. There's focus blinders yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> There's four boobs right here. Yeah. I put the focus on. <laughs> And sometimes I think uh, sometimes you would, the guy would just take a break, and then yeah. it, it's nice to have like you know you and two women. But then it's also a lot of pressure because like yeah. oh okay, better not fuck it up now. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to pleasure. Yeah, so many Ugh. orifices. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And sure. also the good thing is that two women are bi as well, so they they would you know make up with each other and stuff. That sounds like an ideal situation. Yeah. Otherwise, it's otherwise it's not a foursome. It's just two, four people having sex separately. Isn't right, it? right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So you want you want that? Well, cool. Well, yeah. I mean, that's an awesome way to end the podcast. Thank uh, you. Do you have anything that uh, you want to plug? You can find me on uh, all the social media as Uncle Roger on YouTube. I make a lot of uh, comedy videos, mainly bitching about people cooking. But I think it goes deeper than that. I have like actually write jokes for it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, follow me on all my social media as Mr. Nigel Ng, M-R-N-I-G-E-L-N-G. And I also have my own podcast. It's called Haya. And search that if you like the vibe here. It, I think on the podcast, I, you know, it's my podcast and I just kind of riff in, in a more different way. It's less, less uh, character. It's just mo- mostly me. Yeah. Kind of like ranty style a little yeah, bit here and there. Yeah. 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 But it, it's good. It's good fun. Yeah. So check out all those things. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming, man. I uh, loved having you, dude. It was of so course. much fun. Yeah. You should do mine sometime. Let's, let's talk about it. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah.